0: Welcome to Cancelled. We are back at the wonderful Permanent Record Studios here in Austin, Texas. Pat Dean is here. Hello. I'm fucking mad at this goddamn show. Like,
1: all right. Before what, how, you, you even before? recorded, you were like, you started to talk about it. You're like, you know what? I'm going to save it. I'm just like, angry.
0: I'm mad at every, every character, the writing. Up. I'm coming in hot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how's, uh, how are you? Anything? I'm oh, what, good. To you? I'm good, man. Yeah.
1: I um, You know, I'm too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> that's, a, that's a saying I'm uh, that I'm trying to get going. Too blessed I, uh, to be stressed.
0: I, once saw, I was in a Atlantic City with some friends, and we had a cab driver who picked us up, or car service, whatever. Older black dude, right? And he had too blessed to be stressed and a bumper sticker, nice. but on his dashboard, like inside the car, a bumper sticker on the dashboard that said too blessed to be stressed. And then he just started talking to us about fucking. At one point he goes, <laughs> I swear to God. He's like very – there's fucking crosses everywhere. Nice. And he just goes, you have a fucking rug? And I was like, uh, no, sir, I have – no idea what you're talking about. And he was talking about he went to some whorehouse in like somewhere in Asia Whoa. and they roll you and the woman up together in a rug. And I was like, I think someone tried to dispose of your body. Like, <laughs> yeah, they thought you were dead. So, <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's terrible fucking you can't even move yeah i
1: was just thinking to myself i was like well in my head i was like that's my style of fucking (laughs) but um not a lot of movement uh well dude uh it's funny when when religious people are super into fucking because that's like a thing i used to work with this guy who was like that who was like part of this like i never really got the full story what his deal was but it was some sort of like um cult I think it was kind of <laughs> cultish. it was like the black Israelite.
0: Oh, I think. yeah. Hold on, the ones that the super Jews on the on the street. The, yeah. the ones, oh, I love those I guys. I think that's they what it was. They really hate white people. How was he? To you?
1: He was. Well, that's the thing is that like in my head I always heard that that they didn't. But he was like. Super oh, they
0: for cool. sure don't like when they put on the robes and shit. And they yeah. Go, yeah, they do not like white
1: people. He was he was super Yacoubi. cool, but I was like, but 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 like he, yeah, I guess that was his thing, but like, but so he would just be come in and be like. Oh, yeah, so fucking is just the best, you know, and he just talked about fucking, and I was just like, but I thought you were, what, I don't, all right, whatever, I I just didn't get it. (laughs) Anyway. Whatever, sir.
0: Fucking Kolchek. Yep. Let's just get into this goddamn show. Episode five Mm -hmm. was called Malum, Malnum, Malum. 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 Right? Because of some bullshit. (laughs) Okay, so here's my overarching question on this episode. (laughs) was that kid possessed by a demon? I don't know. (laughs) That was a little, like, I'll I'll also say
1: this. I was, like, incredible incredibly high when i watched these lessons. oh good job like good job, good like if it felt morally wrong to be that high, <laughs> uh, first time ever i was like i shouldn't be doing this like what are you doing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. uh you're, you're one of god's children why are you <laughs> uh so I, I so yeah i I, when I at the end of it i was like wait are they gonna have the explanation and then they kind of like didn't and i was nope, like they, so they for
0: sure didn't uh another episode where our heroes don't win no one ever <laughs> the, wins. The bad guys, if there is if we can consider them bad guys, win this yeah. episode. Uh, then it's two in a row. Yeah, children are just mer- like it's uh, That was crazy. So the okay. So the show opens with a little kid carving a uh, carving a word into a tree stump, right? And he's yeah. got M I. Now here's where I'm going to jump around a little bit. One of the many things that annoy me in this fucking show. So at one point – so basically the premise of this show is there's a little kid at school and they think his dad is abusing him and that the dad is killing people that are getting – or like trying to expose his abuse essentially or whatever, yeah. piss him off or whatever. So at one point, Kolchak goes to the kid's house they sne- or sneaks into the house uh, while their kid and the father are gone and they have a look around yeah. and he sees Malum, the word Malum, carved into the – uh, Bedboard, the headboard of his bed, right, and it's carved spookily, yeah. right? And it's carved like a spookily written, uh, <laughs> like like long, pointy, fucking yeah. M's. Like it's spooky why do you right? think that's
1: creepy? There's something innate about that that's creepy. Like when 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 things are like drawn with creepy handwriting, it's always interesting to me what I find frightening.
0: Well, I wonder how much of that is like it's just been in, it's been ingrained into in yeah. you to think sure. that that's creepy through all of TV and whatever. Yeah. So, that it, so he sees Malum, right? And he finds out Malum means evil or some bullshit in Latin, which I don't think it does, but whatever. Malice. And then earlier in the episode, we see him carving what is quite clearly M-A-L into the beginning of the tree. So, oh, he was carving the same word. He got interrupted carving the same word yeah. there. And they go to look at the picture. <laughs> when when Kolchak sees it on thing, he's like, Jane, let me see the picture of the tree or whatever. And he sees the picture. He's like, and Jane goes, M-A-I. And then Kolchak's like, but what if it's not an eye? Yeah, how could you... It's fucking clearly not an eye. It's the same goddamn handwriting, which I don't understand how <laughs> you can carve something with the same handwriting. <laughs> it's the same fucking word he clearly yeah, wrote.
1: Yeah, it's just, yeah, you're not slick, Kolchak. It made me so
0: mad. Yeah. That... Also, I will say this, Tony Todd is in this episode, yeah. and he's fucking awesome, as always. What's
1: so funny about that, yeah, I was watching, and I was like... This guy looks just like the Candyman, and then again because I was unbearably high, and then like halfway through it's like, oh, that's the Candyman. Yeah, it's yeah. like I'm just an idiot. sure,
0: <laughs> sure the Candyman. I
1: will say this at least at least the structure of the of this episode is it was different from the others where mm. it's like the one thing that I am always kind of a sucker for is the guy interrogating somebody, and then they show the flashback. flashback that, that's really, I kind of yeah, like yeah. that part of it. Sure. But I, other than, yeah,
0: I am very much fine with the structure of that as well. Yeah. However, I don't understand. So when it starts basically like uh like you said, it is uh Tony Todd is interrog he's a detective, he is interrogating Kolchek about some Something, tragedy. Yeah. We don't know it's revealed later what that tragedy is, right? What we find out is the little boy, spoiler alert, he's evil. Yeah. We knew that from Jump Street, if you saw him, like He looks like a little creep. He looks like a little fucking creep. Um He's actually bad. It's not the father. It's him. The father's like trying to keep him in check, but he keeps fucking killing people, yeah. right? Somehow he managed to kill people with electricity. Yeah. So. Twice. Well, once. Well, here's what's weird, right? So one time. So what we find uh, he they moved from some other town to this new town, uh, and we find out it's because there was a lady next door who the kid was sneaking in and using her pool, and he went and complained, and then a high-voltage liar fell into the pool yeah. and killed her. That is a perfectly normal way for, a, like, a human being can cause that death sure. to occur. Yeah, 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 yeah. The opening is the, the kid carving into a tree stump that's a, a teacher or principal or whatever. Because, uh, hey, I'm taking that knife. You can't have a knife at school. He is then walking to his car that night and is struck by lightning?
1: Question yeah, mark? it's a little weird. <laughs> I kind of didn't understand exactly. I never really got what exactly killed him.
0: I still don't get. It. So what? What we find out though is we. So the next we we see like there's wind and shit, right? Yeah. And then uh, he looks and he screams. And then the next morning, the janitor's coming out to raise the flag, and he gets it like almost all the way up. And he's like, "Oh wait, something's weird." And he looks up, and the teacher's body is impaled at the top of the flagpole. Yeah, I argue you wouldn't be able to get the flag most of the way up. I, don't I think, think the could. pulley part would stop you. Yeah,
1: that guy is clearly a grown man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Also, what I think is kind of weird about that scene is that so that teacher is like dead on the flagpole on school grounds, and they still have school that day. They have school that day, like hey, they. Have, I, like, yeah, i feel yeah. like, I would be like, hey guys, I'm going home. Like, yeah. I'm not, go- I'm not staying
0: here. Right. They're it's killing not, teachers. It's not safe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I'm a yeah, teacher, yeah. and I'm leaving. <laughs> fuck this, and fuck you, Kolchak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and what we're led to believe is that he is struck. He was struck by lightning, and the lightning threw him on top of the flagpole, which I don't understand at all. But fine if that's the argument you want to make because they go, well, this man, they go, what about John Smith? He was struck by lightning and thrown 57 feet onto his neighbor's house or whatever yeah. as a way to explain it. But then there's some weird, like, sc- like uh, scar pattern on him that's not right. It's supposed yeah. to be high. It should be around the head and neck, but he got struck in his dick or whatever. <laughs> and then uh-huh. – so what I don't understand is like if the kid, so the kid is if the kid is just like a bad kid, right? Yeah. Then he could have cut the power line or whatever and killed that other person, right? Mm-hmm. But the kid has to have some supernatural something going on if he can cause just lightning.
1: Yeah, that is a little bit weird. I don't know if that was a thing. Yeah, because it had to have been a quick, like I, I don't know. I don't know how it happened. Like I'm trying to work it out in my head right now. Imagining, imagine going to kill someone with a knife, and like I can't wait to kill this guy. Then he gets hit by lightning and lands on top of a flagpole, and you're <laughs> like, good, never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, what I think we're supposed to believe is that the kid can, can somehow control lightning. Because there's a demon. But that is, such, that is given such short shrift in this episode. Yeah. There is one. So we find out that the kid's mom, uh, the father gave, him, gave the kid's mom an exorcism, and she died during the exorcism. Because yeah. he he's some religious fanatic. He thought she was possessed by a demon. And Kolchek goes, well, what if when he, she died, the demon jumped into the, uh, to the kid? That is the entirety of what happened. That's it. It's never mentioned again. Yeah. This other than demon. for a cop to tell to be like, no, this is dumb and this is insane, and you just got this other little kid killed or whatever. Yeah. Now my other question is, if when you die, the demon jumps out. Where's the fucking demon at the end of the episode? Well, that's do- what I was thinking. Is
1: that like so? Well, also, it's like it's kind of a le- large leap to be like, well, they did the exorcism and it clearly jumped into this kid, and right. it's like, or jumped into him, and it's like, well, what, like, how does that work? Like, 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 who, who what, what's, the they do the name of the
0: fish. demon? They don't know the name who of the demon. Who is he? I, here's what. some guy, Bob the I, Demon. I've said it every episode, but the previous Kolchak series, Kolchak would blow dust off a book and be like, yeah. look, it says here that if you exorcism somebody wrong, the demon could go into another body. Maybe that's what happened here. They'd have some fucking explanation Made up as it was, and obviously it's all going to be made up, this supernatural shit doesn't exist, but just put it, stop, have him do some research and give me something. Yeah, yeah, don't just, just... Coltech just makes that shit up and then forgets about it.
1: <laughs> Never comes and up again. And then it then. turns out it was just true. I guess.
0: Like a crazy... Maybe it was true? Yeah. I don't know. It, it le- well. Other re- than the lightning strike, nothing else that kid did is necessarily Supernatural.
1: But I'll say this,
0: right? is that, yeah, <laughs> He does kill the other teacher with a ceiling fan. That was that, so funny. A ceiling fan fall, she's sitting under a ceiling fan in her room, and it falls from the ceiling and decapitates her.
1: Well, you know, it, it fell from, like, three feet up. It so fell it's from pretty... three
0: feet up, and it's made of, like, balsa wood. It's a ceiling fan. It's not even metal. They show it. It's not even a metal ceiling fan. It, it, was, it was on, like, medium. It clearly was, wasn't, yeah, wasn't going fast. it wasn't going fast. I thought it was going to be,
1: I thought it was going to be that it just fell on her head. It hit her on her head! But How no. It cut her head off. Cut her
0: head entirely.
1: So off. my thing with that is like, also it's like mm. it's high up enough that like, how did that kid get up there to do it? Like I, th- that's why I think it might be a demon because like, otherwise I don't know. I don't, I don't how how did the kid know where she lived? Got in there before her. Showed no signs of breaking in. and was able to undo. Like I don't I know. I get that
0: they're supernatural there, but also all it is is she, he loosen some screws, right? At the end yeah. of the day, he just loosened some screws and the thing fell on it. Sometimes so, you got to like,
1: lose some screws, man.
0: Uh, speaking of screws, we uh, our coroner friend is back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's that horny, rules. which yeah, bugs me out. This guy is so horny! <laughs> yeah, 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 Why are you horny in a morgue, my dude? That's uh, Yeah, out.
1: that is a bit... I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he is... Well, that's what they always do. The, the morgue guy is always this weird, horny man.
0: Well, here's what's weird. They're not making him a creep. Like, there's a way to make him a horny creep where, like... They bring in a dead body of a woman and he kinda of like peeks under yeah, you go, oh. yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like a creep thing. This case he, she says, Oh, I I remember, uh when the guy they're looking at the dead it's this, uh, the guy who got struck by lightning, right? His corpse. Yeah. And they go, Well, what about the Lichtenberg uh, marks or whatever? And it's the scar pattern that happens when you're struck by lightning, right? And uh he, he's a uh, like Holcek says that. And she goes, it's a scar pattern caused by lightning strikes or whatever. Yeah. Like, so she knows about it. And the corner guy's like, oh, man, you're really turning me on right now, oh, which is like gross. But also it's like, oh, you're smart. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know, shit, that's yeah. hot. So it's not the same level of creep, but you're still horny around a bunch of dead bodies. My dude. Stop.
1: Yeah. That. That's just that's just really. Yeah. I mean, I knew this guy. Uh, in co- Well, I knew him in high school, but in, in college, too, he afterward, he studied to be a mortician. And like a third of the way through, he was like, man, this is fucking too much yeah. stop doing it, and it's like yeah i get it i get why you would not want to pursue that after a while but so like yeah whatever that's like a weird guy in the morgue i'm like yeah that kind of makes a little sense because like yeah, in order yeah. to get through that training, you gotta be a
0: little weird a little weird yeah. yeah at the very least uh there's so much horseshit in this episode yeah like the explanations for things at one point uh so so the evil what we know to be the evil kid has another little buddy named Ryan who's like the good kid, right? Yeah. And he's he thinks the evil kid's getting uh, abused at yeah. home. And at one point he sees all these scars on his like marks on his back like he's been whipped, right? So he call he, he makes him go tell show it to the uh, principal. The principal looks pulls up his shirt, sees the marks yeah. all over his back. Oh, this is another thing that has to be supernatural by the way. Um, he's got all these marks on his back from being like they're like fucking whip marks or whatever. The the uh, father comes back like they bring the father in for questioning or whatever, and there he's left the father's left alone with the kid for a minute. Has some conversation tells him like you know everything I do I do to protect you or whatever. So let's let's fix this. And when they bring it back in, it's like he goes, "Did you give my kid peanuts?" And they're like, "What?" And he's like. He had an allergic reaction to peanuts. That's what those marks on his back were. Nope. And they're like, uh, first off, absolutely not. Do and... the
1: peanuts on the back? Like, <laughs> yeah. this, how do you eat peanuts?
0: You shot him. We shot him at him out of a shotgun. he's blasting them him with a fucking <laughs> buckshot of peanuts. Uh, <laughs> but it, when he pulls up his shirt, the marks are gone. He's miraculously healed. So the kid clearly has some sort of supernatural thing. Yeah. That part I kind of forgot about. Our uh, Perry, Gabri- Gabriel Union, is the worst reporter. LVP of all time. That's ever been. Yeah. She... She's the
1: le- least curious person who's ever she's existed. So,
0: she has no instincts. She <laughs> believes everything immediately. <laughs> yeah. She never got... Like, you, you write a reporter, the character's supposed to be like, this is too obvious. It's got to be something else. Like, you write yeah. the reporter, I have a curious mind. What we find out is, after this guy gets struck by lightning, they go find out that another... That uh, they go, oh... They look into the guy's past, finds out the neighbors get unkilled also by electricity, yeah. and she goes like, ah, they're just freak accidents. Are they? Like They're two all in a row. Ele- two electricity accidents in a row. Also, can we ask, can I talk about this weird thing? I was very confused at first, and I'm now still confused, but I, get, I, I know what it's supposed to be, yeah. but it's very confusing anyway. <laughs> they go to the town next – so they find out that they moved to this new town from a town nearby uh, because of some violent incident, which yeah. turns out to be the lady in the pool. Suddenly they're looking in a house and I'm like, oh, this is like this is the house that Ezekiel and uh, who's the groundskeeper who's the father of this kid yeah. and the evil kid live in. I do like that they just break in. They break in, they're walking around this house, and it's fucking gross, right? Yeah. There's like old food in the pot on the stove and there's whatever. But then we find out that's the old house. Yeah. So when did they did they move last week? There's I don't know. Macaroni <laughs> and cheese on the stove. <laughs> The landlord's not clear in the south. I don't understand. Yeah, that was kind of weird. At first I was like, oh, this is like they live in squalor. Someone calls like in DCFS or whatever because this is not okay for these children. No, they don't live. That's an old abandoned house. It was very weird.
1: Also, it's like if you were a demon, wouldn't you use like your demon powers to make things look okay? Like why not just – like you can't like living in – no one likes living in squalor. Like Like, you'd you'd just sit there and be like, like I know I'm eight, but this is kind of disturbing. Like I'm going to – and there's a demon in me, but like – Let's clean up. <laughs> I have
0: powers. Yeah, yeah, And then when they go to his house, his actual house, it's not that bad. It's animals. fine. It's a perfectly uh, clean house. So it's then what the fuck was the other place? I
1: don't know. Yeah. It's very weird. Maybe it was like people were squatting there or something. I don't know. But
0: Also, kinda... they're from the L.A. Beacon. Yeah. Is that supposed to be Los Angeles?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be L.A., yeah.
0: I get that. I mean, is this fucking place where the kid lives – Supposed to be Los Angeles. Oh, the first place. It's th- no, the second place. Even it's the woods.
1: Yeah, it's a little <laughs> odd. It's the woods. Yeah, it's Is like
0: that, I don't know there to be woods in Los Angeles. We're in the
1: Pacific Northwest, clearly. Like I don't know what's going I on here. I don't
0: understand the jurisdiction of this newspaper. Yeah, the
1: woods fucking rule. I love I love <laughs> the woods so bad. I grew up next to woods. I
0: did too, and Just I'm a fan of the woods.
1: Around in them, <laughs> cause trouble. Fucking yeah, yeah you should
0: fuck around in the woods a lot, right? I we thought, thought,
1: yeah, I found a gun in the woods one time. <laughs> I just remembered that that we found a gun, and I was like, like a
0: rifle or a pistol. It
1: was like a little pistol, uh, and I remember <laughs> my parents found it.
0: Yeah, and th- hold on, you found it and you brought it home. Yeah, you touched a gun you found in the woods. How old were you?
1: How old were we? Like fourteen, probably. No, Yo,
0: you should know better. You, probably could put your fingerprints on a murder weapon. What well, the I fuck br- are you doing? I brought
1: it back, and my parent, my mom, like found it, and she was like, "What the fuck?" And I was yeah. like, uh, I "Found, found it in found it the, the woods. woods," and she was like. I guess that makes sense. She's like, I guess that story checks out. What the hell's wrong with you? And yeah. I was like, I don't know. I just. So what did gonna... you guys do with the gun? I we didn't do anything. We I, I hit it and I just didn't did think about it. Did you eventually
0: like throw it away? I mean, like, I don't know what they did with it. It's still in your mom's house. Oh, you better. I'm calling the cops. Yeah, dude. What there if your mom still has it? Has that murder weapon in her house? Yeah. Someone just leaves a gun. They're expensive. I'm if just you now found a gun in the this. woods It's because someone got rid of a gun. Yeah,
1: dude, we fucking found a murder weapon. Yeah, I'm just found a now realizing crime scene and
0: brought it back to your house. We outfit.
1: found all kinds of stuff. We found uh, th- that old trope of pornography in the woods. Of we course, found that. Time, we time. found a bong in the woods. We yeah. found all kinds of cool the woods. Yeah. Fucking, ro- I might go to the woods today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just I've, stand there. Just walk around. We. Uh, I remember one time What's finding a. Uh, We're like, oh, fucking Satanist, man. There was like a big pile of flat rocks that that somebody made, like an altar, and there was a pentagram made out of logs surrounding it, and we're like, fucking Satanist, that's awesome. No, it's just, I'm sure it was just kids two years older than us, you know what I'm saying? Pile of rocks.
1: (laughs) There is this, in the woods, there is this strange little cemetery, uh, the woods by my house, where like... It doesn't. You have to know where it is. Mm. But what's so weird about it is that it's just – it's like behind this person's house. Yeah. And so you could just go through their backyard to go through it. But, mm. but if you like – I always just thought that was so bizarre. There's just like this cemetery yeah. behind someone's house. And I always thought that was kind of like creepy and that weird. That is creepy.
0: Well, is it like small? Like, it's a very
1: small cemetery. Yeah. It's Apparently it's connected. There's a church nearby. Sure. I think it's connected to that somehow. Sure. But I don't, I don't really know how.
0: So here's the other – my other big problem with this episode. Yeah. What we find um, – we th- we are led to believe at one point – so it, it is also what actually happens is the overarching story is it's not – so the whole episode of it's like, oh, the dad's evil, the dad's evil. No, reveal. It's the kid that's evil. The kid is trying to get rid of the father. He's been saying this whole time to his little friend. I wish I had a dad like yours. Yeah. I wish I could come live with you guys. What he's been – what he's doing is setting up the dad so that he can go live with the parents, with these other – with this kid and his dad who's a cop. The the kid's dad is a cop. Yeah. Why would you want to go to that family? I don't get that at all. I don't understand why that's so much better. Just, I guess he thinks he'll have like because I think what it is is to believe that Ezekiel, who's the dad of the evil kid, who's actually the adopted dad of yeah. the evil kid, um, which is a detail they bring up for no reason and, no reason and goes, nowhere at, goes nowhere at goes all. Nowhere. They say like they go he adopted him three years ago and everyone they go what and then it's never mentioned again. Yeah, and then and they nothing to the episode.
1: Promptly forget about it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I think and he's like doing like religious shit. I think he's trying to like exorcise the demon or whatever. Yeah. So I think the kids trying to get the demon inside the kid is trying to get away from that that sense
1: yeah because like otherwise it's like so i'm a demon and i'm trying to be like low-key about this Mm. how about i move in with a naturally suspicious man because he's a (laughs) cop like like, what the (laughs) fuck like eventually he's gonna go you know what's interesting is that uh everyone around you keeps dying of electricity surges so maybe (laughs) i should look into that nope
0: what an idiot he uh frames the dad he frames the evil dad uh for kidnapping the cop's kid, his little friend, yeah. right? Setting up for the cop to kill the evil, the supposedly evil but not actually evil dad, right? So he 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 follows, the evil dad follows the evil kid into the woods, sees the kid tied up. He's uncut, he's cutting the ropes off with the knife. The dad shows up, says, oh, the cop dad shows up, says, I oh, got away from my kid. He's got a knife. He shoots him, right? Yeah. He then adopts the evil kid? Yeah. I don't think that's how social services works. They don't yeah. get... he Like, that night he brings the kid home, It's right? really weird. It's that night, from the crime scene, he brings that kid home. I think maybe
1: because he's a cop, he's able to do it, but otherwise, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know much about adoption, but I feel like that's probably not how
0: it happens. Yeah, it's, no, it's for sure not how it happens. <laughs> that kid has to go to fucking a group home for a little while yeah. and figure out there's paperwork at right. the very least. But now, what we're... Let, so here's what I'm throwing me off. Tony Todd... Purpose in interrogating Kolchak is to – so what – OK. There's another step to this, which is that the uh, cop dad, after this and brings the kid home, realizes he's got an evil kid, right? Yeah. And that the kid's evil, not the dad, and he kills the kid, or at least that's what we're led to believe initially, that sure. like he, he kills evil Justin or whatever the fucking kid's name is, right? Col, uh, Tony Todd is trying to prove that Kolchak – Put the idea of the kid being demon-possessed into the cop's head, causing the cop to kill him, so that Kolchek will go to jail? Yeah, it's... I don't think that's a crime. No. um, Well, I think it actually is. Okay.
1: I think if I... Because there was this thing a couple years ago where it's like... It's like it, it'd be like if I this happened with a teenager where there yeah, like was well, the they thing texted where that someone, girl yeah. yeah you
0: should kill yourself you should, you should kill, kill yourself, yourself, yourself yeah that's kill different yeah. he Kolchak never said hey go kill that kid he's that's true. evil yeah, that's he true. just said oh hey there's like a fucking demon in that kid or whatever also let's say you find out oh I have an evil kid just give him back <laughs> he's not your fucking kid move. The yeah, fuck are you? you? don't have to... Sl- he goes, I put my knee on his chest and I slit his throat. Why? That's extreme, sir. Yeah, out
1: of nowhere that happened. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, what's funny yeah, yeah. is that,
1: like, so, like, Candyman is trying to, like, get Kolchak in trouble
0: Yeah.
1: and he's like, so he put that in your head, right? And the guy's like, I oh, don't know. And then, like, <laughs> yeah, and then, like yeah, yeah. he immediately gives up. He's like, All right, you're free to go. Watch yeah, well,
0: it. I think what that's happens- what
1: happens all the time in the show is that people have an idea mm-hmm. and then give up immediately.
0: <laughs> Tony Todd says to the, the cop, Like, is it so basically what we find out? So, the, in the very beginning, after the first lightning death, the kids are told to, like, draw what you're feeling, whatever. Yeah. And Evil Kid draws this picture of a scene of, like, a, there's, like, a car and a body on the ground, and it's in the woods. And what we find out later he's basically drawn a representation of the scene where his father has been his adopted father has been killed by the cop he's drawn that scene but he drew it like four days in advance uh proving like oh he set this whole thing up right and uh (laughs) tony todd says to the cop like isn't it true the cop says i found this picture in my fucking in uh, in the kid's bag that proved that he really was evil so i had to do what i had to do and tony todd goes isn't it true that Kolchak gave you that picture and like he's Trying to t- tell the guy, hey, lie. Let's say Kolchak did it. We'll get you a lighter sentence, which I don't think he would have. You you slit a child's throat. You um, kid. Yeah, I don't think you're getting a lighter sentence. Yeah. Uh, and the guy basically is like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to lie for you. I did this, whatever. I had to do this to protect my kid. Yeah. But we also then come to find out is he didn't do it. Yeah. His son did it because the son knows he's evil. Yeah. Fine. Is it so hard to show us a shot of the kid at the end and now he's evil yeah they don't show him at all we don't see anything he's where is he i get that the father's taking the heat so his kid doesn't go to jail but like wrap this up yeah you know what i'm saying just have the kid poke around the corner with an evil look on his face and like wink at Kolchak and be like oh the demon's in the kid we, yeah how hard is that
1: there's a weird like not resolution thing going also like that cop is gonna that that cop's gonna get murdered in jail. Oh, yeah, he split a he's, child's he's he, a child's And he's room. a
0: cop. Like, he's they're
1: going to kill
0: him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would also like to add that there's a moment where the when uh, the cop is telling Kolchak that he's taking the evil kid home with him because he's going to adopt the evil kid or whatever, yeah. not his father's dead. And uh, evil kid and the son are in the back seat and Kolchak's like, don't you understand he's evil or whatever? And the cop's facing but uh, his back is to the car, so he can't see the kids. And evil kid leans out and just makes the evilest face possible at Kolchak. I just—if I was Kolchak, I'd be like, "Look, he's ma- he's making an evil face. Look at him right now. Look at him. Like, turn around." The kid yeah. like, pulls like a bunny mask off. He's like creepy as shit.
1: Yeah, I don't know what it is about those weird little plastic uh, masks that are so creepy. Yeah, there's something. It's like that. What was that movie? What, that home invasion movie. Uh, the... The strangers, or something, where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they wear like those little like b- like animal masks. Yeah. So there's something super creepy about a cheap plastic mask, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it is.
0: There was a there's a movie that I watched as way too young of a kid called Fortress. It's an Australian movie where these bad guys uh, take a school bus hostage, and they put them in this like they. They, kid- they hijack a school bus, they kidnap all the kids, they put them in a fucking cave somewhere. Yeah. And they're like holding them for hostage, and the kids have to, with their teacher, have to like break out. But it's way violent. Like the, the fucking bad guys were like murdering people. It's fucking, it was- I remember it being very fucked up. Oh. But the bad guys are all wearing these creepy ones, Santa Claus, one's the Easter Bunny, one's whatever. Oh, no. These rubber masks fucked me up. I yeah. saw it when I was like nine. I definitely should not have seen this movie. Uh, and it fucked me up for quite some time.
1: I'm always interested in what movies people saw way too young. The, the movie that I've actually- she saw too young always surprised like i i remember watching uh I was at my friend ben's house and we, uh, we uh, his parents were watching uh Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and I was like six, and so they had English accents, so i just, i didn't know it was a comedy yeah, like yeah. I really was like oh, okay <laughs> like they're English yeah, yeah, and yeah. so like there's that scene where, like, the like the the bunny rabbit kills everybody, and yeah, yeah. Th- that really fucked with me. I was like, this is really frightening. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, there's all the weird animation where the planets are yeah, jumping yeah. up and down, Ooh, and I was like, yeah. this is fucking weird. And I remember when I was 12, uh, I-, I saw it again. I'm, like, dying laughing. And then I get to the part with the bunny, and I was like, oh, no. And then I saw it, and I was like, oh, this is <laughs> funny. funny. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm stupid. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. Uh, speaking of stupid, episode six of Night Stalker.
1: Which I will admit I was even more high for. So Good job. <laughs> you might have to guide me a little bit. On this I one. will do my best.
0: I will do my best. Because <laughs> it was weird. It no
1: sense. I read a thing that kind of explained a little bit about the episode after Did the fact. Okay. Yeah, like this morning. I was like, what was that about? And I looked at it and I was like, oh, okay. So we'll go. We'll a little get little into again. it.
0: So basically. What uh, This episode opens with a Mexican dude with a big duffel bag. He shows up to what is clearly a bad guy's house because there's a, a Mexican tough outside who yeah. pats him down. The laziest pat-down I've ever seen, by the way. He didn't even check the bag. No. The bag could just be a bomb. He didn't look at the bag. It's a whole duffel bag.
1: <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't even notice that. He just kind of like
0: runs his arm down his shoulder. And he's like, all right, go on. All right, you're cool. Um, Clearly, there's these are bad guys. He's like, take this money until I can forget I existed or whatever. And sure, the guy's like, why right. the hell would I do that? And then four motorcycles rumble up. Yeah. And I was and uh and I was like, oh, is this like a four horsemen of the apocalypse or something? I don't know, like maybe we're getting demon bikers. I'm I'm yeah. in for demon bikers. They come in and just fucking murder everybody yep. with sound off shotguns. Uh, the show doesn't fucking like mess around when it comes to violence. Yeah, like, it's, it's weirdly graphic. totally to weirdly graphic in a way that like doesn't match the rest of the show.
1: Yeah, the rest of the show is very much so here's the deal: is that the thing with this show is that it's not a scary show, but it wants to be it scary. Wants to be, yeah. Where like in the first the first episode, like every once a so- while, and I the- the think they did this on the other episodes too. We're in the background. There's just a weird whisper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, like yeah. so. The people fair people
0: amount of that. that. In the previous episode, is a bunch of that. I never,
1: I never got if people heard that or not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't
0: know whose head that's supposed to be. Yeah. in Yeah, it, it
1: wants to be scary, and it's just it's just not. So. I don't know. It's it's just it's just fucking weird. So it's not scary, but it's very graphic.
0: Very graphic. Lots of lots of violence. It's like a eighties horror movie or something. Yeah, yeah. These men are blown away by fucking sawed off shotguns. Uh, the guy who showed up with a duffel bag catches a, a bullet, but he doesn't die. Everyone else is dead. Um, they follow a blood trail outside. The biker guys follow a blood trail outside. That leads into like a bush, and it's like overlooking the like a big hill to the city. So he's ostensibly gotten away. Yeah. Except he's right there. <laughs> he's not a little bit down the hill. He's in the front bush. Like yeah. the bush that is marks the delineation between patio and bushes. He, It's that bush he's just behind. I feel and like... Biker's just looking. He's not even... Uh, he, you can see him through the, like, he's, you, there. The, yeah, he's just, we can see him. look down. You are, yeah. you are purposely, like, you ever played a game with, like, a little kid where you're like, ah, oh, I don't, there's nobody in here. Oh, and the kid's like, yeah. no, I'm here. What are you looking down? the funniest thing in the world. The fun me. thing to do with a kid, right? Yeah. He's basically just doing that. The biker's just, like, looking over his head.
1: It's very weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like somebody, the actor or someone should have just been like, hey, so, like, they can see me, right? right? Like, and, we should, we should just restage this. This yeah. doesn't make any sense. Just
0: push, put me further down the hill. Yeah. Or in a shadow, something. I can yeah. just he's just there. Uh Kolchek shows up, he starts looking at people's wrists. I'm like, oh, backstory, right? He's looking yeah, for yeah, the yeah. mark on people's wrists. Which
1: by the way so, we didn't see that mark on him in those other episodes. We saw it in the first one. On the first one. But I one, feel like...
0: It came... I, I don't know that it's been brought up, but we see it at the end of the first episode. So, I think we're led to believe it's just It's just been there. there. Yeah. Or it's whatever.
1: just kind of odd because I feel like, again... Well, Perry, like I said, is the least curious reporter of all time. So, she doesn't notice. They, why cover, would she? It,
0: they cover it up in this episode by saying, uh, you wear a watch over it. I guess. I guess. Also, I've never seen him once wear a watch. Yeah, He's don't. not wearing a watch when you say that. So, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um <laughs> He just starts, like, pull, picking up arms, pulling up sleeves. He's looking for these marks, right? Yeah. And I said, hey, Kolchek, maybe stop leaving your fingerprints all over this active crime scene. Those are dead bodies. You know the co- – like, you are here right before the police are about to show up. There are several
1: instances in the he show. He writes the story. Yeah. There's, there are several instances in the show of them just walking through a crime scene.
0: And yeah, yeah, we yeah. talked
1: about this one episode where it's like, are they allowed to do that? Like, no. I feel like if I was – excuse me, a cop and I showed up and I was like – you're fucking contaminating. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like,
0: you're 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 going to jail. But also, I get the idea that he's there before the cops. In this case, he gets there like five minutes after the shooting or whatever. I think he's the one who actually phones it into the police. Yeah, that doesn't. When they fucking print everything, they're gonna be like, "Hey, why does every corpse have your fingerprint on it?" He touched every dead body. <laughs> God damn it! It made me mad. Yeah. And then he writes up the story right, and uh, fucking Perry is finally suspicious because he. Did his job. The first thing she's been suspicious about this whole time, and it's because she he wrote a story that's just a straight story and doesn't have any like murder. Like, yeah, any, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, "There's no woo anywhere in this, right?" Every story he's written has been that. Yeah, he never writes the creepy part. He can't because obviously, right? So what's suspicious about this?
1: I don't know. Well, I, well, what I thought was funny is that yeah, she's like, it's ever since you showed up, uh, we've just been like ooh, and I was like, yeah, don't you like? I think it's interesting that she's like. That she notices the fact that Kolchak seems to attract these weird supernatural cases, yet does not comment on it at all. Like, it's weird that she's not like, hey, so like you showed up out of nowhere and now there's like ghosts and like weird dogs and like, (laughs) (laughs) what's your deal? She just notes it and moves on. (laughs) Like, all right. Hi, Perry. So
0: here's another line that I fucking hated. Uh, the FBI agent shows up, the one who oh, yeah, was yeah, yeah. initially going after Kolchak for murdering his wife. The right? thing that
1: we thought would make an interesting, like, subplot. Yeah.
0: And I think there's a little there, – I think that's where we're heading with this episode. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, spoiler alert. It's a two-parter, which made me very angry. <laughs> so the FBI agent shows up. He goes to talk to uh, Vincenzo. Yeah. And they're, like, wild friendly, and I don't like that. Because Vincenzo was supposed to – you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I hate this Vincenzo. Here's what I really didn't like. I hate this Vincenzo very much because he says at one point – he goes to the FBI agent and he goes, uh, Kolchak didn't kill her or whatever. And the FBI agent goes, let's agree to disagree. On a murder? No. I'm not going to agree to disagree on my friend murdering his <laughs> yeah, wife. Get yeah. out of my office.
1: That's something you say about, like, sports.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Politics, all right, fucking yeah. whatever. <laughs> Don't say that about that murder. murder. It's so fucking, it's so many of that is, like, so shittily written. Yeah. It's really annoying. Um, that is, the, the biggest problem is the fucking
1: writing. Because they, the, the show does have, it's not scary, but it does have at least some interesting visuals where, where yeah, it's like really violent or stuff like that so every once in a while you're like oh that's kind of a cool shot but like yeah, yeah. the writing is so bad that it just doesn't matter
0: none of it matters particularly to the point where i don't understand in this episode how so jane the photographer is like look uh he, he puts together that this case so all right so the upshot is yeah. that the man who got shot but got got away the injured man who's run off into uh, run off into the woods. Uh, is an DEA agent, right? And he's been missing for a week. They think he's turned. The guys he went to see were cartel members, but who are these bikers? We don't know. They know there's motorcycle – there's tracks, right? So we know there's motorcyclists there, so they can prove that. Um, And Jane puts it together that this guy's wife, the ex-DEA agent – he's not even ex, he's whatever – His wife is missing in the way, the same way that happened to Kolchak, right? And Jane puts us all together. Like, this guy's here because of that. And Perry's like, What are you talking about? You're a fucking reporter, Perry. What the fuck do you mean? What are you talking about?
1: (laughs) She's just not good at her job. Like, it's, it's interesting. She's so
0: bad, and she believes everything you tell her. To the point where if you tell her one thing, she believes it, and then if you tell her the opposite thing five minutes later, she just, oh, okay, that's what I believe now. She's, very, there's
1: nothing. It's very Trumpian to, she, be like, to be like, oh, the last thing you heard is the thing Yeah, she's like
0: a fucking goldfish. The yeah. last thing she does, she's got like three minutes of memory or whatever. Which I relate to a little bit, but yeah. At one point, after she has found out that fucking coal checks, there's another DEA agent They go get to scoop that fucking coal, uh, this case is mirroring fucking Kolchak's wife's case yeah. she goes back to him and she's like to, to the FBI and she's like why didn't you fucking tell me that this thing is an exact copy of Kolchak's case and he says I'm trying to find it here because she basically tells her like well uh, actually it wasn't monsters that dragged off his wife it was the cartel and she's like oh okay well no what the fuck are you talking about you just heard the other thing where a thing slammed into the car and dragged, <laughs> yeah, dragged her the fuck her. off there's a whole thing dragged her like that guy pissed me off too cuz at one point he's like yeah it it dragged her uh, it dragged her away they haven't seen her since and then jane's like do they know what it was and he goes don't you mean who no, bitch! It you said it. Yeah. I'm saying it because you said
1: it. I'm, as- like you- I'm asking you questions. Like, You can <laughs> Well answer. What, what, well, this is one of those scenes where, and this this line I always think is kind of fun. Like I'm always just like, oh hell yeah! When this happens, yeah. when the guy's like, all right, now leave me alone. I got tricks. You.
0: Yeah, you're yeah, like, ah yeah, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. I don't know. Can we talk about damaged that bar, but, old men? Can to we me. talk about that bar? By the way, so because, weird. So they track down uh, the DEA agent's direct me? supervisor, right? And uh, they're like, <laughs> he's like, "How'd you find me?" He's like, "Oh, there's a you know a lot of you're in the DEA, a lot of DEA agents hanging at this bar. It looks like a bar, like a Marriott. It's, it's like, odd, yeah. It's not an old like you go to a cop bar. It's a lot of wood, just yeah, old fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. grizzled whatever vets getting too drunk on whiskey. Yeah. When the jukebox plays, it's fucking disco. <laughs> At one point later, when the the bad guys show up, the jukebox starts playing, and it's playing. I saw. I feel "It's, it's so groovy so now." Yeah, yeah. That's fucking what. That going to fit. Why are the DA agents hanging out at this bar? Also, there's no one in the bar except for him. And also, so I don't know what you're talking about. And also, they couldn't cast a single extra.
1: One thing that yeah, that's kind of funny. One thing that's kind of weird is like, why choose that song? Like, what does that have to do with the rest a of the episode? weird
0: take? It it's doesn't really fit strange. the scene. Like, no. it's kind of funny to be like, oh, here's a real happy song, and then people are gonna get murdered to it or whatever. Yeah. But So, all right. The weirdest part of this episode, by leaps and bounds, our hero, or not our hero, I'm sorry, our missing DEA agent wanders into Koreatown. Yeah. He breaks into the back of this little store overnight and just kind of passes out because he's got a bullet in his gut, right? The woman who owns the store shows up. Oh, this is so weird. And finds him. And she makes a phone call. It turns out she's calling some guy she knows who's a doctor. But she's like, I will not call the police. And there's no explanation given for why, right? And it just doesn't come up. And we keep going back to these weirdly tender moments between her and this guy who she doesn't know from Adam, right? Who's asking a lot of very personal questions. Well, more to the, beyond the personal questions, this man has a bullet – in his gut that they fix with some gauze. Yeah. Not even a lot. They just kind of wrap his belly up yeah. and then he's fine. Maybe, he's yeah, I don't know. fine. The next day, he is
1: fine. Yep. Just, it's not like a big piece of lead just destroyed your guts.
0: Yeah. Nope. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Flesh wound. So they keep going back. And it is, when I say keep going back, they go back multiple, like yeah. five or six times to this B-plot storyline that is going unexplained. We find out at some point that she has a husband because she, she says something about having a husband, but he's not here. There's a picture of her with this man, and he's like, is that your husband? And yeah. she's like, I don't know, I speak all English or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got some weird little rope bracelet on his wrist, and she's like, what's this? And he's like, it's very important to me. The way that picture is important to you, this is important to me. you guys like, oh. just
1: talk to each other? Like That's the thing with this show is that there's too much cryptic shit where it's like no one would do that. Like I like I know they are watching <clears throat> a show with the supernatural, but every once and like you know the way people speak in real life is not the way people speak in television. I get that, but at the same time, with this show, I just feel like the characters hardly ever speak. To each other, yeah. There's it's never just, a direct
0: sentence. No. There's always some vagary that you're you're always speaking in clues yeah. for the other person to figure out. You're supposed to pick up on it. But you're working together. Just say what the fuck you mean already. Yeah, you're my colleague. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah, just yeah, fucking... yeah. We have to write this story together. Also,
1: one thing that I don't know why this annoyed me, but what is the point of the fucking character who has the the, the, the little camera boy?
0: What is he, he doesn't ever do anything. He takes pictures, and then every once in a while he's like, hey, look at this picture.
1: I, Literally, I, that's his whole yeah. job.
0: At one point in the previous episode, he's like, oh, I forgot about that dumb part. The uh, weird scarification from the lightning bolt yeah. matches the roots of the tree that yeah. the kid was carving into. Of course. To. Yeah, of course it does. Also, I forgot this other part. The kid's carving into a tree. Blood's coming out. No one mentions it. It's blood, right? Yeah. Am I not? Am I crazy? It's, it's red I blood coming so. out. Think yeah, so? Or maybe it's sap. I don't I, know. You seen sap you've been in the woods? I've been ever looked woods. like that?
1: I've found a lot of sap, but no, it does not Did look ever like, been blood red red nope, like that. Not the no.
0: slightest. That's blood. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I
1: forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, I don't know. It's fucking shit. So
0: what we find out in the next in this second episode. There's a couple of reveals. One, Kolchak has some source that he has to keep going to some weird building. That I, What is that building? It appears to just be staircases.
1: Yeah, it doesn't – It's just
0: – he has to run up like five flights of stairs and then be in an empty room that just has a cell phone on the ground because the guy has left this for the call. But he has to go back there twice, which is just yeah. such a Who's weird joint. on this building? I don't know what that building is. I don't know what <laughs> purpose is this? it serves. It's just staircases.
1: Who does it belong to? It. It's, just a, it's just a fucking building of staircases.
0: It's so weird. Um – but he has to go there. He finds the phone, and he's like, why won't you tell me? You told me this guy will know about my wife or whatever. And the guy's, of course, speaking in cryptic horseshit. Um, but he's like, I know that you went looking for the marks on their wrist. You know you have a part to play, and so does he. And shit, right? The FBI wants Kolchek's source because they think the source will get them to this missing BEA agent, right? Kolchek. The whole time is like, I'm not giving – I won't work with him or whatever. Yeah. Uh, which I understand. He thinks you murdered your wife.
1: Yeah. Uh, that That's going to throw a stain on your working relationship.
0: What we find out is he doesn't know who the source is. There's just some voice on a cell phone. Yeah. Uh, so just tell them that. I don't understand. Yeah, like, like they, later in the episode, the FBI is like, "Look, we've got a court order. Uh, the fucking newspaper has agreed to comply. You are being mandated to tell us who your sources. If you don't, we're putting you in jail." Yeah. And he's like, "Well, I guess I'm not. I couldn't tell you if I wanted to." Well, then just, but he doesn't say like, "Oh, look, I don't know who he is. Here's the cell phone he called me on, or whatever." Another cryptic. It's just some fucking voice. He directed me there. You can check the phone logs or whatever. He doesn't do that. He's just gonna go to jail. Rather than be like, I don't don't know her, Perry's fucking reaction. Perry has seen so much weird shit with this guy, right? (laughs) But she believes him. She believes him when he talks about ghosts, kind of, or the shit with his wife. There's some amount of trust there, right? And when he reveals to her that he doesn't know the name of the source, she's like, I don't
1: know you at all. What? That's crazy to you? That's the weird thing? Not the mutant dogs in the first episode (laughs) or the, the ghosts or the werewolves or the Frankensteins running around. That's what's weird to you. I don't even know. Also, you kind of don't. You guys yeah, aren't you met, friends.
0: You met like a month ago when you
1: don't like each other. You have no relationship <laughs> yeah, yeah, outside yeah, yeah. of the outside of the, your job. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's not nice to
1: you. He kind of sucks a little bit. Yeah, like he, that's the thing about Colchak. Like, he he kinda blows a little
0: bit. Yeah, he blows a lot. At one point he he yells at uh the FBI agent like that he's stabbing him in the back again. And I'm like, I don't know if you know what that term means. No. But what we find out is they used to be friends. He was Kolchak's source on that big story that broke Kolchak's career, the big like corruption story that yeah. Vincendo talks about. The FBI agent was his source, but Came to believe that he actually murdered his wife. Like, I used to like him, but he was going crazy. He was like breaking down and he and his wife were having uh, marital problems. He inherited a bunch of money when the wife died. I'm like, man, maybe fucking Coltshake did kill his wife. Like, you're, you're saying a lot of shit that makes sense.
1: How crazy would that be if the big reveal is, yep, he actually did do it? <laughs>
0: that, I would fucking love this show. If that's how it ended, that would make me very happy. Yeah. And he's just trying to cover it up by yep. like finding all this weird shit. That'd be very funny.
1: It was Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Carl. I it think was you... a, It
0: was a Dracula. It was a Dracula. I yeah, think you. Yeah, I think yeah. you murdered. Oh, that's very funny. Yeah. Um, so we go back to the Korean lady, and so basically the, the FBI—they don't know who that guy is. They don't know who he's a DEA agent. He's just some guy that showed up with a bullet hole in his body, and sure. they're like, "I'm," and she's like, "I'm keeping him." It's very weird, like a fucking stray dog. Uh, his <laughs> face. Uh, Ends up on the newspaper because uh, the Perry runs a story about the DEA agent or whatever, and her friend who's been, like, telling her you got to go to the cops, she's like, look, this is, like, a fucking thing. This is serious. And she's like, I need you to – she doesn't speak English, so he needs to translate for her the story that she's going to tell the DEA agent. And she tells the DEA agent that – uh, she, she owns the store her her and her husband used to own a store the husband died she's like I don't know how to run a store apparently I don't know why she doesn't know how to run a store she used to but yeah. apparently she doesn't what know a how to run what a
1: terrifying existence you just don't know what to do with your business and you don't speak the language yeah, it's like yeah, I don't know yeah, what I'm supposed yeah, to do here even scary. if I knew English yeah, yeah. I don't like what like what the fu- I, I need to get like a W2 I don't <laughs> know what that is you know what I mean it's like I don't know
0: uh, she doesn't know how to run this business she's scared she's gonna whatever yeah yeah uh, this fret this dude uh who's doing the translating by the way, the friend of hers, who's a doctor who patched him up with the gauze, is like, "I come here, you know, I make a pretty good living as a doctor, and I offer to take care of her, I want to marry her, but she doesn't love me, yeah right, and she's starting to think maybe. That's going to be my life. I have to resign myself to marrying someone I don't love just so I can be taken care of because I'm too dumb to run a fucking convenience store. I don't understand why she can't figure that out. She seems like a perfectly nice, like perfectly capable woman. Yeah. Uh, Make change. Also, your whole job is ordering fucking inventory and making change. Figure it out.
1: Also, hire a manager. This is so upsetting to you. Like, just hire,
0: like. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. I don't, it doesn't make any sense. Um, But so she, he's like, she won't marry me because she doesn't love me. But then one day she had a dream that a man would. Show up, and she wouldn't know that man. But you would; she would open her heart to him, and if he, uh, and he would fall back in love with her as well, and then they would be together, and she wouldn't have to marry this fucking. She's like, imagine being that doctor, by the way, who has to translate his cuckolding to this other man, who has to be like, look, I love this woman. She would do anything to not marry me, including. Falling in love with a stranger <laughs> who showed up in her store with a bullet in his gut. Yeah, I mean, like. He has to tell this story. Doctor seems okay, I and guess. He, I don't he know. Feels like a, I mean, <laughs> he's helping you. Yeah. He's, he is swallowed his pride to fucking tell this humiliating story I'd to this be man. so upset. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Um, And uh, she's like, so if you stay, you know, we can be together. And if you leave, then I'm going to just live a miserable life alone. And the guy's like, oh, I don't know. I can't. I can't stay. But and that's also, it. That's it. But also, like, why don't you just.
1: Like, you can come back. Like, why don't you leave and then just be like, well, I'll just come hang out every once he in a while. He has a wife. Yeah. It's just fucking bizarre.
0: Of course he can't fall in love with you. Yeah. One. You don't speak the same language. Yep. You ever see that episode that, have you ever seen Love Actually? No. Oh, I actually kind of enjoy it. It's better. Love than. It. I mean, it's dumb, but I like sure. it. Sure. But, yeah, yeah. but there's a storyline where Colin Firth is, he's like an author, and he falls in love with this Italian woman who's like an assistant or whatever or in charge of the cottage he's renting or some whatever. But they don't – she doesn't speak English. She doesn't speak Italian and they fall in love. Yeah. And that is bullshit. You can't fall in love with someone you – know nothing about... You can want to fuck her. Yeah, you just her. want to fuck her. You a, both can want to fuck each other. That's yeah, absolutely fine. Why not? But, like, they, they get married.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's always weird to me uh, in those things where, where it's like... I've, I kind of wondered about that before, where, where it's like, what are you guys going to... Like, I get that, like, yeah, this person, you could be physically attracted to them, but, like, after a while, it's like, you're going to have to...
0: What Talk. if she's real racist? What if you have no been, idea? You have no idea her fucking anything about her. Awesome. a flat earther, and you have yeah, no idea. Korean flat earther. What a concept! Absolutely. Um, so she's like, "Will you stay?" And he's like, "No, <laughs> fuck off." And then she's gone, and that's it. I don't understand. It's such a weird. It is given that Korean lady storyline is given so much time in this episode for nothing. For nothing. It serves zero purpose. Well, I don't understand. I it. I wonder
1: if it'll be touched upon in the, the next episode because it, it is a it's a
0: it is a two part. Yeah. So it could come back. What happens is Jane brings in a tech friend of hers of his named Edhead. <laughs> her name is Edhead, and she she said, "Hey," he then goes to Coltech. This is that tech friend of mine I told you about, Edhead. And Coltec's like Edhead, and she's like, "Yeah, you got a problem with that?" a little bit that's not it's a, a name a terrible name it doesn't make it like what are you talking about a, you why don't it just be ed like it's a bad bad
1: name like, uh, you have a terrible name Change it or just go by Edward. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So she uh, tells Kolchak, she he has smashed the phone that he's been getting these tips on, right? Yeah. So she's going through it and he, she's like, well, I can tell you this phone has never been activated. It's never received a phone call. And he goes, well, that's impossible because I made two phone calls on it. I, I received two phone calls on it over the last two days or whatever. And she's like, well, it's never been activated. Nothing's ever come through this phone. Um so I'm like, okay, so there's also magic cell phones in this episode? That's stupid. Yeah,
1: that's never been like a part of the show. It's that they just, and
0: also it shouldn't be. It's no. stupid. It Why sense. not just be like, oh, this number can there's two calls made on this phone from an untraceable number. Yeah, I feel not like. Not that it never happened.
1: I feel like they feel the need to make it more supernatural, where mm-hmm. if they just did. What's that called? Occam's razor? Where yeah, it's yeah,
0: like, yeah, yeah. Just slice his fat off a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. just do the thing that's most logical. Right. It's like, I, I, I get what they're trying to do, but, like, they don't do it well. They
0: definitely don't.
1: <laughs> I think that's a good way to describe this show. They don't do it well.
0: Uh, the DEA agent that they go to visit at the bar, the hard drinking one, is killed by the bikers. Yeah. Um, or t- they go, oh, we- there's a ton of blood at the scene. We haven't found his body or whatever. Our DEA agent friend at the grocery store starts getting phone calls from that guy after he's been killed by the biker. So what's yeah. going on, right? Scary. Um, Ed Edhead has cloned his phone. So they figure out through that and they're going through his messages and they figure out where he is because of that, right? Where the DEA agent is hiding in Koreatown. They send Jane there for some reason because – Kolchak is being arrested because he won't give up his source because he doesn't know the source's name, and he's not telling them, "Hey, look, I don't know the name," and they don't. It's look, be like, "Hey, I don't know the name," and you can still write it where they don't believe him, and he goes to jail. Sure, but it just doesn't. His motivation for not saying that doesn't make any sense. Just
1: plead your defense. Yeah, <laughs> even if it's yeah. bad, you still have to be like, like saying you don't know the name is it. Terrible like defense, but at right. least it's, it's
0: something. something. Yeah, yeah. And it's true to, for the and audience. It's true. To see, yeah. We know that. Like it helps us by like believing you. Sure. But since he's getting arrested, he's like, you gotta go down there to do what? I don't understand why they don't go, hey, we know where the DEA agent is. Yep. Like why doesn't Jane and Perry just go, Oh, he's we found him. You can or, like let him go or whatever. Uh but no, Jane has to get down there. To take his picture? I don't, some reason. I don't know. Yeah. But when he's down there, the motorcycles show back up. Hell yeah, they do. And to kill the fuck out of – well, now, the DEA agent takes that little weird ropey bracelet off his wrist and hides it in the cash register. So something's up with that bracelet, obviously, yep. right? And then he tells him, you got to get out of here. Tells Jane, you got to get out of here. Also, you got to get out of here. Just go out the fucking back, man. Why yeah. are you – sending Jane out the back. What are you Why doing? are you waiting around? Yeah. This is really What's stupid. your plan? You think you're – all right, Jane can't open the back door for no discernible reason. Well, they're tough. It's, well, here's what's fucking the annoying. The doors are upsetting. It was broken before, right? we That's how uh, yeah. the DA agent got in. broken. So, okay, maybe they fixed it. Fix it too well. No, you're inside. <laughs> hey, I get you not being able to get in from the outside because that's where the lock <laughs> is. But you're inside. So What
1: are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how doors work. That's kind of the, the, the amazing the o- thing about there's doors. There's like a
0: little deadbolt, like a little slidey yeah. lock that you see is open. So yep. that's not blocking it. He just is incapable of opening a door.
1: Well, you know, maybe he just never – maybe he was raised without doors. <laughs> yes. Maybe he was raised in a very open-minded family.
0: He hides in a closet. Um motorcyclists show up, they kill him, they look around, nobody's there, they're about to leave and then for some reason he just like r- rattles the doorknob of his own closet that he's hiding in. I, I don't know what why that was done. There's um, so much of just bad writing. It's just terrible. It, like, it, it, have a cat jump out. There's any number of things that can make a noise. So many to things. He's he scared, so he backs up further in the closet and he knocks something off the shelf. There's any number of things that can There's make a noise. There's so many logical things. He just, for no reason at all, jiggles the door handle. But, he, doesn't, he doesn't pull it closed. Nope. That's one thing if he's so freaked out that he pulls it closed and it makes a noise that he didn't expect it to make. That'd be one thing. He just jiggles it. I just,
1: I just want to see if it's still there. Yeah,
0: it's right. so fucking weird. They turn, blast the shotgun into the closet. To be continued, yeah. and I was very – I was like, oh, motherfucker. I really kind of – I wrote down I want Jane to die. Um, <laughs> there's another thing though that happens that we forgot about that is while they've cloned that guy's cell phone, there is a message from the DEA agent's wife, The, the whatever, the one who – the injured guy from the Korean store, not the dead one. So we've been thinking the wife is dead, but there's a message from her on the phone. So they're like, oh, maybe she's not dead. But we also know that he's been getting phone calls from the other DE agent who is absolutely dead because we watched him get blasted in the face with a fucking shotgun, right? Yep. That'll do it. So clearly, there's magic cell phones. I didn't realize quite how much magic cell phones played into this episode till just now, but they are a prominent part of this episode.
1: Which sucks because it's not like they establish that this world has magic going on. You know what I mean? It's, it's like I mean, there's
0: there, occasionally monster dogs. Yeah, there's, there's like a ghost, but not magic.
1: Magic is something diff. Magic is like yeah, like you you have a, a key that can open anything. Like you you just don't. They don't establish it, so when it happens. You're like, wait, so I I don't know. What is this? You know what I mean. You're just kind of like annoyed.
0: There's so many weird writing choices in this show. Like when uh, after uh, Gabrielle Union goes to talk to the drunk DEA agent at the DEA agent disco, she goes and confronts and She's like, "Why didn't you tell? I, like, why didn't you tell me? Fucking this case matched Kolchek's case." And he's like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "I spoke to that guy's supervisor." And and fucking Fane's like, "You spoke to him?" That's his response. Yeah, of course. <laughs> what are you talking about? She's a reporter. Yeah, I don't. Kind of what I do. It's such a weird choice. his. You spoke to him. Why did you think she wouldn't? I don't understand. Yeah. Anyway, this. I, I. I will say this. I want to know what happens in part two. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm. I. I gotta know. I it's wanna an know effective what these flip fly There's another line that bothered me where he's on the phone with the source, right? And uh, the source says something like, "You want to know who really killed all those people?" And he's like, "What are you talking about?" We. It was the it was the bikers. Like we found the tracks. The police said they found the tracks. And he's the source says we all you should know better than anything what the police say doesn't matter. Like in a way it's supposed to be like it wasn't the it wasn't really bikers, except that it was. But like who else except could that it have been? No, we saw them. Yeah, I don't understand what you're talking like. That's not a misdirect. No. We saw motorcycles pull up, bikers get off, shoot a bunch of people, and then get back on their motorcycles and drive away, yeah, and then a... they found the tracks of the motorcycles. You can say it, they're more than bikers. There's so, sure. like imply there's some sort of demon supernatural thing, but you can't tell me they're not bikers. I watched it. We saw it. This yeah. isn't
1: a red herring. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. It's not like police found tracks that have that are motorcycle tracks, and then we ever come to find out they're made by something other than motorcycles.
1: Yeah. We saw the fucking motorcycle. We saw it happen.
0: Fuck! Sorry, shows <laughs> so makes me angry. You got anything you want to plug?
1: Uh, but when is this coming out? Thursday. All right, I'll be due. I'll be headlining sure thing. at Fallout theater uh, the following day, Friday, and then there's some kind of drunk spelling bee there that I'm participating in immediately afterwards, so I'll probably die. Uh, yeah, then I have some podcasts you can listen to. Uh, I Learned Nothing. It's a philosophy podcast. And the Lanalex Corporation, uh, which is basically a fever dream. It's it's fun.
0: <laughs> you should check both of those things out. Uh, check me out on uh, Acris Cubis across social media for dates and all that good shit. If you like the show, please rate, review, subscribe. And I, I need a favor. Can you guys please recommend a good TV show that will only last <laughs> in one season? I know we hit some of the heavy hitters early. Yeah. We did fucking Firefly, we did, we freaks, did and freaks and Geeks. And geeks. Right? Yeah. My so called life. There's gotta be something that we haven't done that's actually good. I this fucking show's really taking it out of me, man. <laughs> really it's just ruining your love for the I, media. Fucking really bothering me. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.